What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. And it's time for the best podcast on the internet. We're talking Horror Chronicles podcast. Uh, as you see, uh, I got an empty chair beside me today. Uh, my uh, my co-host Ryan decided he was going to flake on me. Um, ah, that's all right. He he's not flaking. He just got caught up at work. Y'all know who I am. You know what we're about. And uh, today we've got a cool guest on the line. We've got Ghost Joe from the Warped Reality Podcast. Let's get him in here and pick his brain for a little bit. What's up, Joe? How you doing tonight, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? Great. Good, good, good. Hey, uh, sorry you're uh, getting half a crew here, but uh, you know that's uh, that's all. That happens sometimes, man. I get it. I get it. You know, uh, I'm just gonna say that you know uh, Ryan's a dick and he didn't want to talk to you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll have no, I'm just kidding. Him later. Just kidding. Uh, now, like I said, uh, Ryan got caught up at work. Uh, he just sent me a message and said, "Hey, man, is there any way you can do this without me? Because I am stuck at work." Well, sucks for you, Ryan. That's all good. I'm man. not working. <laughs> Listen, I'm a correction officer, so I know all about getting mandatory overtime and getting stuck at work. So hell yeah, hell yeah. I totally understand that, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so, like I said, everybody, uh, this is Ghost Joe. He uh, has a podcast called the Warped Reality Podcast, and uh, we've got him on here tonight. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to get to know him, let him uh, promote his show, and uh, pick his brain a little bit. So, uh, let's get into this. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, yeah. uh, so, Joe, how long have you been podcasting? I've uh, been podcasting since uh, November, actually. Um, started oh, with, so fairly uh, recent. Yeah, yeah, actually. I uh, started with the, uh, the Ghost Tax podcast, okay. uh, which was with me and my co-host, uh, Tom, who were both uh, correctional officers. So uh, a lot of people didn't really know the, the whole history behind the name. Uh, the reason why we called it the ghost hacks podcast is because hack is a derogatory term towards a correctional officer. Uh, it means horses ass carrying keys. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we called it the ghost hacks podcast and it was, you know, basically two correctional officers talking about things we don't understand, you know, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> oh. But I was the, uh, I'm the believer, and he was the skeptic. Okay, um, all right. The whole thing, which, you know, yeah, I think you need a skeptic sometimes. You, you do, know, you do. Um, to kind of bring you back to reality, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we did 18 or 19 episodes, but his, uh, his wife is going to be having a baby soon, so he's like, listen, bro, I can't really continue this anymore. Right. You know, I'm not going to have any time to do it anymore. Um, he's like, this, this was your thing. This was your baby anyway. So, you know, whatever you want to do is cool with me, you know? So I really didn't feel comfortable keeping the name and keeping all that stuff. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to rebrand and I'm, yeah, I'm going to call that season one and I'll start off season two as the warped reality podcast. And it's sure. Just, sure. Yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. I get it. It's uh you're losing your partner, man. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was, it was good banter, man. It was, it was fun. It was, uh, it was definitely, uh, interesting, you know, yeah, and, cool, uh, it's, but I'll tell you, it's definitely hard to, uh, 
I did maybe three shows uh, by myself, and it was hard. That first show by yeah. myself was yeah. ridiculously hard to do. With yeah, you know, it, it's, just, it's just weird to not have somebody you know like interacting with you while you're doing it. You yeah, know? you need that other person to feed off of. Right, right. Um, I've had to do a couple shows by myself, and uh, yeah, it's bizarre, dude. It, it really is. Um, you know, with us, I mean, we, you know, we're a couple goofballs, you know, so we just goof on each other all the whole time, you know, right. but, uh, but yeah, you definitely, you need, you need that other person there. So yeah. on the new show, the work reality show, are you going to have a co-host? Um, I might have like guest co-hosts here and there. Okay. Um, okay. and I'm also going to have a, a couple, you know, I'm going to add in a few more segments. Uh, one of my friends, uh, April is going to have a segment, so I'm going to have her come out and, you know, record some stuff and do a segment on the show uh, every, you know, every week or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably do it like that. And, you know, I'm still going to continue with interviews uh, to fill up time and all that, too. Sweet, sweet. And so what kind of what kind of things do you guys cover over there? Uh, I mean, anything paranormal, man. Um, you know, I'm like I said, I'm the believer. So. Yeah, I've had some, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of paranormal experiences, but I've had a handful of paranormal experiences and they were very significant, you know, yeah. from anywhere from um, knocks and hearing whispering to, uh, to seeing full-bodied apparitions, you know. So, um, you know, so we talk about that. We'll talk about paranormal news. Um, the one thing that actually... I was always kind of interested in, but I never really got into it until I started the podcast is the whole UFO alien thing. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that's really been interesting to me lately. You yeah. Know, especially with everything with going on. That, in the news there's right been now. a lot of stuff going on with that. Yeah. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and the, the one thing that I think is crazy is that, you know, if you remember years ago, whenever they would have, whenever the news would talk about uh, a UFO sighting, it was always, it was always like a joke to them. Right. You know, they would always, Oh yeah. The, the little green men are going to come down. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they would always make some kind of joke. They're not joking anymore. No, when they put no. this stuff on the news, it's serious now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the tone definitely changed with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a huge, uh, huge 180. I mean, the, Right. The government and everything. I mean, everybody's talking about it. You know, they're releasing files left and right. I mean, yeah. you've got high up officials in the in the the government now. Uh, you know, talking about this stuff and and actually pushing it out there. Yeah, I, it's kind of a weird time right now. You know? Yeah, I agree, and I honestly, I think that uh, I think something something is going to come out soon. I think they're going to oh, yeah. have I think they're going to have to you know because there's just too much evidence mm -hmm. there's too much people coming out too many like you said high ranking officials yeah. questioning it and and coming out these high ranking navy people coming out saying I saw this you know there's yeah. it's too much coming out for them to deny it well and you've also got time. senators and stuff you know right. talking about this stuff you know it just uh, you know, for us, uh, you know, for us guys that have been into paranormal and weird stuff all our lives, this is unheard of, you know, that, that 
you know, you've got people so high in the government actually talking about this stuff and saying, yes, it's out there. Yes. Here's the videos. No, we don't know what it is. Right. Before they would just hide everything. Right. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's exciting to me, you know, because, because the thing is, honestly, I don't think there's anything to be scared of because, um, if these extraterrestrials or whatever they are, if if they wanted to hurt us, they wouldn't wait for us to know about them before right. they blow right. up the world. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're just going to do it. They're, yeah. they're not going to want media coverage before they start to do something. Right. You know, they would have they would have did it hundreds, hundreds of years ago. Yeah. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't wait till now. You know, so I don't I don't think that they're, you know, um, they're bad or anything like that. Right. Well, and I, I am the type of person I truly believe they've been here before mm-hmm. and, you know, are possibly still here and have been here for thousands of years. You know, um, you look at the signs, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys. Uh, look at the Great Pyramids in Giza. How the hell could anybody at that time be able to build them things with such precision. Mm-hmm. It's just mind boggling. Somebody had to help them with that. Right. You, know, you got other things like the Nazca lines, you know, all these huge, huge murals or, you know, images that have been carved into the desert floor that standing on the ground, you would have no idea what it was. You can't even see these things until you're on a plane above right. You know, yeah, yeah. How, how? Somebody had to have helped with this. Yeah, that's I, my thoughts on it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, that's that's the one thing. Like I said, you know, I had never really looked into it before the podcast, and I'm like, man, I'm I've been missing out, man. You yeah. know, like 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 knowing about this stuff now. Now I'm starting to try and learn all of the the major players in the whole UFO community and stuff. All the major right, people right. trying to get to know who they are, who the fakes, who the, who the people that are reputable, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of the, one of the big ones out there that, that I can, honestly, I could listen to the guy all day is George Knapp. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard that name before, uh, him and, uh, Jerry, uh, Connell, Connell, is that his name? Connell, I think is his name. He is really big into the, the whole UFO and alien conspiracy. He's actually been, well, both of those guys have been on Joe Rogan before, you know? So, I mean, something to be said about that. Man, Ryan's going to be pissed because he's been wanting to talk about this forever, <laughs> dude. He, uh, he actually came to me like two or three weeks ago, and he was like, dude, I got an idea for an alien episode. I'm like, all right, let's do it, you know? And now here, here we are. You and I are doing it. We're on it, man. Ryan, we got to cover, buddy. The, um, yeah, actually one of the first shows, probably not the first show that I'm going to do with the Warp Reality podcast, because I'm having the first show as like another introduction show for me. Um, but, uh, possibly the second or the third episode, uh, I'm going to put out an, uh, an interview that I did with a a man named Steve Neal, who's been in the uh, UFO community. Um, he was, he's a, uh, a, like, I don't even know. He, he, he wore a lot of hats in the Hollywood industry. Okay. Uh, he calls himself a monster maker because he, he's made like all kinds of costumes and monster costumes. He worked on the original Ghostbusters, Fright Night, 
the uh, the Star Trek movie. He made this. I thought this was the coolest thing. He made Spock's ears for the Star Trek movie. I said, I said, how could you get any better than that? I said, I'm not a Star Trek person. I said, but that's iconic you know spock's ears are iconic and you and you yeah. made those for the movie i said that's that's incredible <laughs> you know um yeah that is crazy dude but he's but he's had um many many ufo sightings as well as abductions and uh you know i i'm skeptical with people that i bring on my show well not skeptical with people i bring on the show but I, you know of course you right. got to be a little bit um weary about uh, people coming on the show because you don't want somebody that's going to reject, you know, like completely fake everything on your show. You don't want, you don't want your listeners to have that, you know, you want them to have an authentic experience. Um, but he's definitely the authentic guy. Like I believe every word he's saying, he's, he's definitely, he's, he's a very smart, uh, very, very knowledgeable guy about nice. all things ufos about about a lot of things that's um, cool that's so cool. yeah so his his interview i actually i met him through because another uh thing that i love to do is i'm a huge uh, virtual reality enthusiast okay i love virtual reality i love my oculus quest and uh i have i, I there's this one app called alt space where it's basically it's a social app where you go, you know, in avatar form, in virtual reality, you go to like comedy shows and open mic nights and all sorts okay. of things like that. And one of the things I do is I have my own show, Paranormal Talk with Ghost Joe. And ever since, you know, I do it every so often. And he was always showing up to my shows. So he said to me one day, he goes, yeah, he goes, um, he goes, listen, do me a favor. Google me when I, I'm leaving right now. He goes, but Google me. I said, okay. So I Googled him. I'm like, this dude worked on Ghostbusters. I said, that's, that's wow. insane. <laughs> you know, I, and then, you know, like I said, I started talking to him more and more and, and, and I asked him to be on the show and he's like, oh, definitely. I ended dude, up that's talking, freaking cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. I ended up talking to him for almost two hours. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to make this part two, <laughs> you know, wow. because it, like I, I just, he was such an interesting guy. You know, awesome. and um, I can't wait for people to hear his interview because it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, along with the UFO stuff, I mean, are you going to be talking about like, you know, I know you said everything paranormal. So you're going to get into, you know, cryptids and ghosts and all that stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, actually, we. um on episode 19 of the ghost hacks podcast, I had an interview with uh, a woman named crystal panic, who is the, uh, the new Hampshire uh, person for the Bigfoot field researchers organization. Okay. And she, that was another great interview, man. I, I gotta say her, her interviews were, you know, she was a, a great interview, very knowledgeable down to earth. You know, she, she's not the type she's like, listen, she goes, I go into, she goes, I saw, she goes, I, me and my sister saw Bigfoot when we were younger. Okay. She's like, but she goes, since I'm in this role and I'm, and I'm an investigator, she goes, I go there to disprove it. She goes, I don't, I don't go there and automatically say, oh, that was Bigfoot. You know, she's like, I go there, you know, to, to make sure that what they're seeing really is what they're seeing. She goes, most of the time it's not, 
you know, most of the time she goes, I, I feel bad. She goes, but I have to tell them, no, that's not what you saw. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's yeah. not what you heard. But, you know, she was another great uh, interview. But yeah, definitely cryptids. Um, I, I haven't ever, I've been looking for a good medium or psychic. Um, uh-huh. My thing with that, I've always been, and if, if anybody's ever heard me talk on the Ghost Hacks podcast, um, I'm very skeptical or very weary about psychics and mediums. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I feel like, you know, me being a correctional officer, right? I, there's a thing called cold reading. You know about cold uh-huh. reading, right? Yeah. And that's, that's what these fraud psychics and, and mediums, that's what they, you know, I believe that there are real ones, but the ones that aren't, that, that are in it to, to trick people, they use cold reading, you know, and if I know how to do that, I mean, I had to learn, kind of learn how to do that as a correctional officer. Well, and that's what I was going to say as a correctional officer, you kind of do the same thing, don't you? Right. I mean, I'm, if I'm on a, on a gallery with a hundred inmates, I gotta, I gotta be able to look at one guy and be like, all right, he's acting differently than he did yesterday, you know, or, or that's not, that's not normally where, who this guy talks to today. You know, like, why is he talking to him and, and not with his, right. with this other guy that he normally hangs out with? And, you know, you, you have to know, basically, you're working with 100 different personalities. So you have to know how, how each person thinks. And, and it's kind of like a sixth, a sixth sense you have to get, yeah. Yeah. you know, with that. So being that I was able to learn that and I was able to do it. I'm like, man, I'm like, and these psychics, some of them, some of them are, are pros at it, you know, like oh, they yeah. know how to read people. And yeah, the I'm, ones that are making money at it are right, really good I, at the, you know. But I do believe that there are real ones, and I believe that it, it gives them a bad name, you know. It yeah. Definitely yeah. The, the bad, you know, the, the fakes give, give the real ones a bad name. But I would love to have a real psychic or a real medium mm-hmm. uh, to interview, you know. You're not talking about Miss Cleo. No, 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 not Miss Cleo. No, 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 no. You know, I, I even have my my issues with, uh, you know, rest in peace, but Sylvia Brown and and yeah. you know, uh, John Edward Coffee and all I, them. You know. I heard John Edward kind of got. Uh, well, that's why I guess he doesn't have a show anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. Just, you know, I've never been big into psychics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do I find it interesting? Yeah, but uh, it's not, it's not my thing. You right. know, uh, right. my, you know, my big things are ghosts. Uh, you know, I'm yeah. really big into hauntings and different things like that. Uh, it was kind of cool though, talking about psychics, uh, Ryan and I just last night went to the haunted America conference in Alton, Illinois. And, uh, there were quite a few like, tarot card readers there and uh you know mediums and stuff and then there was a lot of people in the paranormal field a lot of authors and stuff super cool kind of hanging out with all these people and getting to you know rub elbows with everybody you know it it was pretty neat you know we we didn't go as well we kind of went as you know the horror chronicles but you know we bought tickets we weren't there with a booth or anything but i'm telling you right now next year we're going to have a booth there because man, it was cool hanging out with them people. Yeah. I, I actually have a couple things coming up as well. Um, cause there's a couple things over near me that's going to be happening. Um, there's the, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren Paracon, 
which I'm oh, yeah. extremely excited. Unfortunately, I couldn't get this the first day. The first day is where they're going to have all the conferences and all the mm-hmm. all the speakers and stuff. But I was able to get the second day, um, which the second day the booths are still going to be out. Uh, that's in Connecticut. Um, but the thing I'm really really excited about is that they're going to have um, a bunch of Ed and Lorraine's um, cursed items from their museum there, including the real Annabelle doll. So I'm, I'm like super excited to see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just to see the Annabelle doll in person would be, uh, would be pretty insane. Oh Um, yeah, definitely. You know, so I'm definitely, uh, you know, and the thing is, I said to myself, I said, I have to go. I have, because it's only an hour away from my house. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so is thing, that where you're at? You're in Connecticut? Well, no, I'm in uh, upstate New York. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm like 15 minutes from Connecticut. I got you. I got you. But yeah, so the one reason why I really want to get there is because the now Ed and Lorraine, you know, we all know they passed away a, a while ago. Right. Um, right. And their, their um, nephew has been running everything. But their museum got shut down permanently recently. Yeah, we heard about that. Mainly, I, I think it's because all these Annabelle movies started coming out and all mm-hmm. the Conjuring movies started coming out. And their museum is on a residential street in a residential house. So, right. you know, everybody was driving by. Everybody yeah. was making... And the neighbors complained. And the cops everybody ended wants up to see. it down. The cops ended up shutting it down. And the thing is, Ed and Lorraine aren't here anymore. So, they're not here to save it, you know? Um, unfortunately. So, you know, it had to shut down permanently. And the rumor I heard is that uh, Mr. Bagans <laughs> yeah. may purchase all of the Warren's stuff and bring it to his museum in Vegas. And I said, man, I got to see this stuff before he brings it to Vegas. Yeah. While I'm still on this coast, I got I to gotta see it. Right. You know, it's funny. Uh, my wife and I went to Vegas uh, about a year and a half ago. And, uh, we were, uh, I told her, I said, I want to go there and we were with a big party and it was fun. And nobody else wanted to go, you know, and, and my wife, she's not into those kind of stuff at all, you know, but she's fine. like, look, if you really want to go, I'll go with you. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm not going to make you do that. Cause, cause I know how that would have ended up, you know, I'd have been running, you know, like a kid in a candy store and she'd have been like, are you ready to go yet? Right. Like, yeah. Can, can we, you know, and I, and I just didn't want to do that to her. Sure. You know, we were out there for a friend of hers's wedding and it wasn't really a vacation. So yeah, unfortunately I didn't get to see it, but you know, I'm not a big, uh, Zach Baggins fan. Thank I'm you. Just, Thank uh, you. you know, see, we got whatever. He does his something own else thing in common now, man. He does his own thing and you know, God bless him, but you know, uh, just not. Yeah. I, I don't think that every time you walk into a haunted house, you should get possessed. But, I don't, I don't like the guy either. And I'll tell you, it's mainly because when I, I watched the first couple episodes when he first started and I couldn't stand how disrespectful yeah. he was going into yeah. some of these locations, yeah. you know, standing at the top of the steps saying, Oh, you like pushing people down the stairs. Why don't you try pushing me down the stairs? Like, yeah, oh, I'll yeah. push you down the stairs, <laughs> you know, like, you, <laughs> like cut the, cut the crap, man. Like, you know, it's I, I yeah I do not like the guy. I he don't used like to crack me up because he would like 
he was the only person I knew that would like blatantly taunt a spirit and then freak the fuck out when something right. happened. Well, <laughs> well, see, that's Scream like a little girl. That's that's my other complaint, right? Now, I I do love some of the paranormal shows. Um, I don't particularly like the ghost hunting type shows anymore, right? Um, but you know, I like paranormal caught on camera and and stuff like that. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. some of that stuff is cool. The haunting, I always love the haunting. Yeah. Um, but I just see again to bring up that I'm a correction officer. As a correction officer, if I'm walking down a tier and I hear somebody scream, if I hear a blood curdling scream, I have to run towards that scream. That's my job. Yeah. I have yeah. to run towards that scream to see what's going on. If you're a ghost hunter and you hear something and you're running away from it, yeah. what kind of ghost hunter are you? Right. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I go it, towards I that. Go towards that sound. Not not yeah. not run away from it like a little bitch. <laughs> You know? Yeah. You know, it, some of these shows, you know, I agree with you. Some of these shows are really cool. You know, like when, when the original ghost hunter started, definitely that first season was phenomenal. I mean, Absolutely. I was glued to the TV every week, you know, it was fantastic. And even Jason Hawes, I mean, when, when he talks about it, he's like, you know, uh, about, you know, the end of season two into season three, things changed because the network was paying them so much money but they wanted him to start making stuff up. Right. And he just wasn't wanting to do that, you know? Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And I get it. I get it, you know? Uh, and it was funny that, you know, I told you we went to this uh, Haunted America conference last night, and they had a, uh, uh, oh, what are they, like a Q&A with, uh, you know, a bunch of the paranormal people that were there. Uh, and... The uh, that topic came up about, uh, you know, when somebody somebody like uh, shopping paranormal groups, like somebody claims their house is haunted, they'll bring a paranormal group in, and that group won't necessarily find anything or notice anything. So then they'll call a different paranormal group and they'll get them in there. And they may, you know, sense this or find this or whatever. And, oh, no, we don't really care for that. Let's get another one to come in here. You know, and there's some people out there that do that and that they'll shop around until they get the right paranormal group in there that tells them what they want to hear. Right. I don't want that. I'm not into that. I want to know the truth. Yeah. I want to know what's out there. I have been chasing ghosts since I was 10 years old. Hmm. And I want to know what's out there. Sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you as far as the first season of ghost hunters was amazing because yeah. I think maybe in that whole first season, they might've said that there was a ghost maybe in two episodes, right? Everything else, they debunked yeah. everything. And I loved that. I loved it. Cause I'm like, well, that's real. You know, that's yeah. these, these guys are for real. They're, they're really trying to go in there and really find something. And, and the fact that, you know, they said, no, 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 we've, we definitely, we can't explain this. You know, I'm like, all right, well, I believe them because they explained everything else from the past five episodes, Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, no, I definitely like that. And, um, I actually got to interview somebody that was on the first two, uh, the first two seasons also, which was, uh, amazing, which was the, uh, demonologist Carl Johnson. Hmm. Okay. Who was, who was awesome. I mean, that dude, when I tell you his stories, oh my God, that dude was 
and and one of the coolest guys I have met. Just like he embodies the like uh, an exorcist. You know, like he looks like the dude that was in the exorcist with the hat. And with, I'm like, wow, this dude is just cool. Wow. <laughs> you know. That's you know, awesome, that, that was definitely one of the coolest uh, interviews I've ever done. I, I definitely can't wait to interview him again. I'll probably do it again uh, on the new podcast, hopefully. Yeah. You know, uh, and you mentioned a while ago, uh, see, this is how we do it, man. We just have conversations about yeah. random stuff. But you mentioned a while ago that show uh, Ghost Caught on Camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if, if you do this, but... I, I do it all the time. My wife will occasionally watch these shows with me, but not very often, but there are a lot of times I'll be watching that show and they'll show something and I'll have to stop it and try and figure out how they did that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll tell you why I do that is because if I can figure out how they did that, then is it truly real? Did that really happen? Right. Or can I break it down enough to figure out, Hey, I know how they move that. I know what, I know how they could have done that. Right. Uh, I have been big into theatrics and stuff my whole life. Uh, huge Halloween freak. I've been big into haunted house, uh, you know, the haunted house industry itself. And, uh, you know, with that, it's all parlor tricks and trying to figure out how to make things look not really what they are, you know? And right. uh, so a lot of times when I'm watching those shows, I'll try and break that stuff down. And there's a lot of times you can't. It's like, yeah. I don't know how the hell they did that. Yeah, I you remember... Know? I remember one that really freaked me out, which I I don't know where I think it might have been like an antique shop or something where uh, was, the one where the glass shattered and the yeah, yeah yes that was very creepy. I watched that. I'm like, holy crap! I think that was real. Yeah, that was like you a know, second that, store or something. How could you make that happen? Mm-hmm. You know that that's. I mean, I can't say it's impossible because I don't know all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, but, anything's possible. But, right. And, and let me throw this out there. I'm not trying to debunk all this stuff that's on there. I'm not trying to do that. Sure. I'm trying to, in my own head, how plausible is that for somebody to be able to pull that off? Right. You know? Because I pretty much take everything at face value. I want to believe everything. Sure. You can't, though. I mean, there's so much trickery out there that... You know, so that that's kind of what I'm saying is I'll look at these and I'll be like, if I can't figure out how they did it, I, yeah, sure, there's a way they could have done it, but man. My my thing my thing though is maybe years ago it would get get your fifteen minutes of fame, but you really don't get fifteen minutes of fame for that kind of stuff anymore. So why would people be doing it? Right. You know, just to be just just to trick people, you know, like yeah. is it it's not really like you're not going to be making any any money off of it, you know. Right. Having your video on, you know, paranormal code on camera, they're not paying you any money for that, no. you know. So, so it's like, what are you really getting out of it other than people saying, "Oh crap, that looks crazy." Other than that, it's all yeah. right, great, and then it goes into the vault and it's never shown again. So, what's the point of even faking something like that anymore? Yeah. Years ago, okay, you know, but not not really anymore. It's every it's so out there now, right? Well, and that's that's a big thing too. Is years ago, and so you know, I'm old. I grew up during the '70s and the '80s, um, you know. And like I said, I've been into this stuff since I was a kid, you know. And back then, you know, we occasionally got a show, you know, about something paranormal. Um, typically, you know, it was you know like uh, 
like a haunting show, you know, or whatever, you know, where the, it would be a dramatization and they would be telling you the, the true story behind whatever had happened, um, you know, and then it seems like, you know, sometime in the 90s, we started getting pushed with all these different paranormal shows. I mean, you know, we had Ghost Hunters, we had Paranormal State, but mm-hmm. the list goes on and on and on. You know, what happened there? You know, why did all of a sudden it become so emphatic for people to be on TV talking about paranormal? You know, to me, it kind of took something away from it. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, I mean, like Halloween, the movie Mm -hmm. Halloween. Right. Right. When you don't know anything about Michael Myers, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, this, it's a lot creepier because you don't know what's going on in that guy's head, you know, but when Rob Zombie puts out Halloween and tells you his whole life story, it makes it to where it's like, eh, okay, well, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the one horror movie I, uh, I mean, I grew up you know again i I was born in 1980 right so so i was watching horror movies at seven years old eight years old you know parents uh you know weren't weren't on top of kids like like we are today yeah you you know get away with it right so we would go to the video store me me and my cousin would be like yeah let's watch this my my aunt would be like what is that oh don't worry about it you know friday the 13th part six let's watch that you know but i was never really into uh halloween i don't know why i guess i just didn't see it until later on in life and uh it's my thing my only gripe with halloween is the fact that and it's funny too because i was having a discussion with people at work about this just the other day and they're like no halloween no michael myers is is supernatural i said no he's just a homicidal maniac yeah. i said he's just crazy he's a regular dude right. i said he's he, he he's just nuts you know i said there's nothing there's nothing supernatural about michael myers i said that's what that's what i didn't really care for that much is because right. the dude's been shot blown up all, all sorts of things yeah. and he's yeah. still alive that's a little silly you know i said at least friday the 13th jason's a zombie so anything could happen to that dude right. and and he's gonna be okay <laughs> you know but that was my one thing. But yeah, um, I enjoyed, and I know, I hope I don't get a lot of hate mail for this, but I enjoyed the, <laughs> the Rob Zombie. Uh, oh my God, don't say it. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, I enjoyed it. I think he picked the, I mean, that dude that he, he got to play Michael Myers. Was oh yeah, Tyler Myers. Yeah. Yeah, he's a monster, that guy. Oh yeah, he's huge, huge. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Rob Zombie's Halloween. I'm not saying I hate it. Um, right. It's not my favorite of the series, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've been pretty vocal about that. Um, my whole thing was, is in that movie, we didn't need that first half hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't need you to dissect the family and tell us all about Michael and why he turned out the way he did. I right. felt it took away some of the mystery uh, that Carpenter built into that role. Uh, okay. You know? Well, I guess he had to. He had to have his wife in there, you know. He had to, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. She's got to be in everything. Yeah. So I guess. And I'm not complaining about that either. Oh hell no, 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 no. She, <laughs> she, she, she was getting a little up there over, the, you know, in, in yeah. that time. But yeah, she still looks pretty good, yeah, <laughs> you know. Definitely. definitely. 
Um, but yeah, so what, no. What is your yeah. favorite horror movie? Oh man, um, I know that's well, a big I, question, man. Yeah, man. Because it's and it's funny too because I I do say I'm a horror fan, but there's so many horror movies that I haven't uh-huh. seen yet. Yeah. You know, um, for example, I've never seen any Hellraisers. You know, I've I just never got around to watching them. Uh, I've never seen the Alien movies or the Predator movies. I've never seen okay. any of them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, I guess I would say The Exorcist, but at the same time, the first half hour is just so – it just drags so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it does. Like, it does. I, 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 they build I usually, up to a hell of a climax. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. But I usually just fast forward through most of that stuff in the beginning because yeah. I'm like, wow, this this stuff is just yeah. They do a lot of character much. building at the beginning yeah. of that film. I mean, it's it's warranted. I mean, you have right. to oh yeah, Absolutely. you have to make Reagan look like the innocent little girl right. and see her playing on the Ouija board and stuff like that. You know, all that. Um, but uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies will always be some of my favorites. And but honestly, I'd probably say. The newer one, probably The Conjuring, man. I, I yeah, think The Conjuring absolutely. is one of the best horror movies to ever come out. James I Wan mean, is the man. I incredible. Mean, that that movie, I mean, and that movie came out, what, 2013? 2013, yeah. Okay. You know, and what was crazy about that is so many people were, you know, not the true, not the true, true horror fans like us, but there were so many people that were, that were dogging that movie and dissing that movie. And they weren't looking at what what had just happened. Um, in 2013, uh, James Wan released The Conjuring, and it, it became the number one movie at the box office for like 12 weeks straight or something like that. And we hadn't had that in the horror genre ever. Wow. Ever. Mm. I don't even think The Exorcist did that. Right. No. Right. Yeah. I mean that that movie, and it's funny too. I, I could was, be wrong, but I right. I mean, I, I was like thirty because I didn't see it in the movies. I wish I had, but I saw it maybe a year or two later. Yeah. Um, it scared the crap out of me. Oh like, yeah, like, absolutely. My favorite kinds of horror movies are the ones. I mean, and I'm sure you'll agree, are the genuinely scary horror movies. Yeah. And and those are usually. The ones that are based off of religion, like The Exorcist, mm-hmm. you know, The Conjuring, stuff like that. Any um, stigmata, you know, uh, The Omen, anything that has some kind of religious aspect in it is always scarier than than the jump scare stuff that that comes out. That's crazy. We don't talk about the stigmata that much. Yeah, Stigmata was That's a pretty, one of those movies that kind of escapes movie. us. Yeah. And it's a fantastic film. Yeah. Yeah, it just you know it kind of flies in there under the radar, uh, but yeah, the Conjuring that whole series I mean has been great. Uh, I you know I'll say that the second film wasn't the second film was different from the first. Yeah. You know I'm not yeah. gonna say it was a bad film because I like it, um, I, but I absolutely love the first movie. Love it. I mean I've watched that movie so many times I could almost recite it. Yeah, it's just like a fantastic that, film. That hide and clap game, or yeah. that, oh, yeah. I mean, come on! I mean that 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 and 
If I, I check on top of the wardrobe, yeah, oh God, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I and I watched that at work again, like because we get some good breaks and stuff at work, yeah. so and we have a nice TV in the break room. So and it's funny too because I'll be putting on a horror movie, and and one of my coworkers will come in and be like, "Really, bro? Like I, I can't watch this at three o'clock in the morning because I work the midnight shift." They're like, I, I, "You're gonna have to turn this. I can't watch this at two o'clock in the morning, dude. It, yeah. it, it's it's it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> you know, like I, I can't do it. Like, damn, dude. I tell you, like you being a correctional officer and the line of work you're doing, I tell you, a movie you ought to watch while you're at work is a movie called Last Shift. Have you okay. seen that? No, I well, haven't. It is about a demon that invades a, a jail. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's very creepy. Very creepy. I'll definitely very have. outlandish, though. But, man, I tell you what, watching... Man, if I... <laughs> Jesus. To watch that while you were at work, yeah, that'd probably screw with you. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely doing that. No, I'm definitely doing that now. Because they, cause they always say something like, uh, he's, he's putting on another horror movie up. Oh. There's a horror movie on it. He had to have been in here before. Yeah. Joe had to have been in here before. <laughs> you know, like it's, <laughs> I'm the horror guy. I'm the paranormal guy. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. when I told him that I was going to this, uh, this uh, Ed and Lorraine Paracon with the real Annabelle doll and everything, they're like, listen, I don't want to see any pictures. They're like, I, I don't even think we want you here for the next couple days after you go to after that thing. After you come home, yeah. You're <laughs> afraid something's going to follow you home. I'm like, listen, I'm like, I, I'm not a religious guy, but I'm going to say some kind of prayer before and after because I yeah. don't want anything attaching to me, <laughs> you know? But I said to them, I said, listen, I said, this, this demon or spirit or whatever that's been in the Annabelle doll has been in there for a really long time. I'm sure right. she's not going to want to follow me home. <laughs> you know, of all the people that she'd want to follow home, I'm sure it wouldn't be me. So <laughs> I think yeah. you're safe with that. Yeah, that's when you tell him. I think she'd want to follow you home. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I told him. I said, yeah. I said, well, I said I'm gonna take a, you know, because you're allowed to take pictures with Annabelle behind the class. Nice. So I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm. I'll take a picture. I'll blow it up, post the size, and I'm putting it right on that wall. They're like, you better fucking not. You better not. <laughs> I said, I swear to God, you better not. <laughs> that's cool, man. Dude, that sounds like a blast. <laughs> I, you know, that's one thing Ryan and I have really been wanting to do is go to some, you know, conventions and some stuff like that, yeah. you know, and that's why we were so excited about getting to go to this conference, you know, yesterday. It was actually a weekend deal and we had planned to stay all weekend. Well, he ended up having to work today. Well, and that's why he's not here tonight. Right. But uh, if he wouldn't have worked, we'd have stayed up there all weekend and went, you know, all day today too. That's but right. uh you know, there's some, there's some coming up. There's a, there's been a lot of us podcasters talking on, uh, on Facebook about trying to get together at one of these conventions somewhere. And a lot of people are talking about horror hound in Ohio. Um, you know, I was, I was throwing out there, you know, maybe Scarefest in Lexington. It's in September, you know, hmm. and, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know what will happen with that, but you know, it might be cool. Actually, it was, uh, some buddies of Bill's that uh had had been posting that and so we had thought oh yeah maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll try and get in on that yeah there's another one that i'm actually going to be going to um the name is going to escape me right now but it's in um it's in woodbridge new jersey at the uh i believe the woodbridge high school and that's in september the end of september 
And that's, that's more of a, um, it's, I guess it's more of a conference more than anything. It, that's going to have actually Jason Hawes and, and the guys from ghost hunters are going to be okay. there. Yeah. Uh, the, the man that you mentioned before, uh, chip coffee is going to be there Yeah, as well as a bunch of other, um, you know, paranormal people in the field. So I'm definitely looking forward to going there and I'm going to make some business cards with uh, the podcast and kind of hand them out. Hopefully. Yeah, definitely. That. Well, that's what we did yesterday. We, yeah. we had a bunch of stickers made up. We were just giving nice. them to everybody, you know, nice. So, nice. man, you talk about New Jersey, you, you need to go over and do the, uh, do the uh, camp crystal Lake uh, thing. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw that. dude, that would be so badass. Yeah, it would be so awesome. It's a lot I, I'm a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan. I think it was a lot of money. I think it was something like 159 dollars or 160 dollars. I said, yeah, I really. My my wife would not let. Me. <laughs> she wouldn't go for that. No, yeah. no, no, not for that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know, man. It just sounded cool. What they were, you know. Oh, definitely, to, absolutely. To be there, just to be there, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, crazy, like I said, that, that was that was my first love, man. Friday the Thirteenth movies. Uh, Hell yeah! First, I think the first horror movie that I could remember seeing as my first one was Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. I think that was Jason Lives. I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that was the the first horror movie I think I've ever seen. And, yeah, that's uh, where they wake him up in the coffin with the freaking metal yeah. spike and the lightning. <laughs> lightning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then there was some weird dude in the in the woods that broke a branch off the tree, and he's trying to put the branch back on the tree like a like an. Idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always had some kind of weird comedy stuff. In yeah. It too, oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. You they know. did a lot of that stuff, and uh, see, like it's funny. I I have several uh, favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies, but the one that I always gravitate back to is the one that most people probably hate the most, and that's uh, Part Three. Um, and I just love that film just for the aspect of, you know, that's when Jason gets the iconic hockey mask, you know, and, oh, okay. and uh, yeah, you know, there's just so much campiness with that film, you know, did he have the potato sack on that one or in the second one? I, the, I know the second one is where he had the potato sack. Um, <laughs> the third one, uh, he actually finds the hockey mask. Uh, actually, there's a guy pulling pranks on people in the camp. And right. he ends up killing that guy and taking the hockey mask and he puts it on. And that's the first time you see Jason with the hockey mask. And then, of course, you know, it's just iconic from there. Well, you were saying what was my favorite horror movie. And I think I actually found the one that probably is my favorite. Uh, well, I, I would probably say series is uh, I absolutely love the Evil Dead movies. The I, Evil Dead? I, oh, I, I yeah. absolutely love the. I oh, mean, yeah. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, definitely. The awesome. chin. Is is awesome. I mean, yeah, he, he's just he's just a great hero. Yeah. You know? he, oh yeah. He, you know, and and just like how how silly and 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 stuff that he is, but he he pulls it off, man. I always I always like Bruce Campbell. Definitely, um, definitely. You know, and they they did themselves a huge favor with that Ash versus Evil Dead series, man. Oh, it just, I love that. That whole series was just killer. Yeah. Know? I mean, the fact that they kept it exactly like the movies, like yeah. as oh, if yeah. it was a real continuation yeah. and it, just, it it worked out so good. I was so mad that they canceled it after the third. I mean, yeah. I didn't yeah. expect it to last long. Right. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, like, they never do. <laughs> um, I was hoping that, you know, one day Netflix would pick it up. And I, I'm, I've, right. been, I've been hearing that there might be a new 
uh, another Evil Dead coming out with Bruce Campbell in it. Um, nice. Which, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but I was hoping like Netflix or Amazon would pick that up eventually. Right, right. Well, I know they're all on Netflix now, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't know that we're going to get a fourth season, but right. who knows? You know. I loved I loved Kelly. Kelly was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the the other kid that was in it. What was his? Uh, Ruffalo or we're gonna sound really bad right now. Uh, <laughs> was it Pedro? I think it was Pedro. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. Pedro. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think all the characters were awesome in that. Even even um, the one that played Xena. Uh, you know, uh, Lucy, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Yeah. She was awesome yeah. in that. Film. Oh yeah. Yeah. That whole se- series. Yeah. Just- yeah. Fantastic. what did you think of the reboot? Um, I, I with I, Jane Levy in it. I thought it was all right. I mean, I, I, I love that movie, man. I thought that movie was awesome. I don't want to sound like an, I don't want to sound like an old guy, but yeah. I, I, I just, I love the original one so much. But yeah. I thought, was, oh, yeah. I thought it was a great remake. I mean, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I definitely, you know, as far as remakes go, I think I think it was definitely one of the better remakes. To come oh, yeah. Out. You know, we talk about remakes a lot, you know, because remakes, we're, we're not big in remakes, but there, there are a few where the remake was, oh, you know, pretty damn good. And, and that Evil Dead remake was yeah. one of them, you know. Friday the 13th remake was okay. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. That film, I didn't care for it the first time I saw it. And right. now I really like it. I watch it, you know, I usually watch it every year around Halloween, you know, and uh, Ryan and I actually did a Friday the 13th episode. We did it outside one year. Uh, I think that was year before last. Uh, it was cool. There was a full moon out that night and it was Friday the 13th. So we thought we're going to do a live episode, you know, and so we did one and we were watching that movie in the background and it was so funny because when you get to that part where you've got that, you know, that like 15 minute long sex scene, you know, <laughs> Ryan and I are just talking away and all of a sudden that scene started. And next thing you know, we're just, there's not a word spoken. <laughs> and then we're like, Oh shit. Uh, oh, Hey, because <laughs> you get distracted. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. What can I say? I'm a man. <laughs> the, the one remake I didn't care for was the nightmare on Elm street remake. Yeah, I mean, you I know, think, as a movie, I think that dude was awesome. I I think that actor was great, but I didn't like that they made him a child molester. Yeah, child well, murderer, okay, child mo- murderer, fine, right? But when you put him out there as a child molester, you make it like a little more dirty than than yeah. To yeah. me, it should have been. Yeah. yeah, I didn't care for the guy that played Kruger. Okay, um, I and like I said, I'm with you as an actor, uh. I think the guy's a phenomenal actor. I just didn't care for him playing the part of Kruger right. uh, because, you know, and it's because, you know, we're, we're all Robert England fans, you know? And, uh, you know, if, if Robert England would have been playing Kruger in that movie, it'd have been a fantastic film. Sure. You know, but I'm with you on the whole molestation thing. We didn't need to go there, you know? And I think he, if, if I remember correctly, I think he wanted to, and they didn't let him or something. They didn't, they didn't choose him. Or I forget exactly what happened, but I think he wanted to do it. Robert England like, wanted that yeah. film and I they be- wouldn't let him do it. I believe. Oh God. Yeah, I believe That's so. I, yeah, I mean, how can you not? I mean, he is Freddy Krueger, right. you know, like oh, yeah. there's nobody better. 
You know, no. just like it's it's funny because they all put the mask on, but there's no better Jason than Kane Hodder. <laughs> you know, I, I don't care which you know which one you see or whatever, but just it's funny because I know they all wear the mask and they don't talk, but there's something about Kane Hodder's Jason. The yeah. way he walks, the way he looks through the through the mask, or just even the way he breathes, how he. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's so menacing. You know, I mean, no just, better Jason than Kane. Yeah, Hunt. yeah, absolutely agree. You know, and he was kind of. I don't know if you've seen his. Uh, he put out a, a documentary or a, like a biography uh, called "From Hell and Back," hmm. and he talks about how he wanted that role in the Freddy versus Jason movie, and they would they denied him. They wouldn't let him do it. Wow. And they went with uh, somebody. Did they use uh, uh, Derek Mears for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Kane Hodder wanted that role. And wow. he said they wouldn't even tell him he couldn't have it. He just all of a sudden heard a few weeks later that Derek Mears was going to be playing the part of Jason. Wow. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. I mean... I gotta say though that I really enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I did really, I really enjoyed Freddy versus Jason because I felt like they portrayed both of those characters the right way. Yeah, you know, Freddy played Freddy, and Jason. You know, I think they did a great job on that movie. I tell you what, I was, uh, you know, I went to the theater and saw that film when it, when it came out, and I was scared to death walking into the theater. I'm like, oh my god, they are gonna absolutely ruined both of these franchises in one shot. And that movie actually is really good. Yeah. Um, the way they put that together and the way they played those two parts, mm-hmm. uh, it, they made a true horror film out of it. I thought they were going to make just some campy ass piece of crap. Right. And they didn't. I mean, they, I think they surprised everybody with that film. And, and actually I would probably say my favorite Jason kill is from that movie. And, and you know, which one know, is that? I believe he he stabs somebody through a bed, and then he presses the button on the bed, and the bed folds the folds the guy. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that's that's definitely my favorite Jason kill ever. Yeah, like, that, that was just awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I, you know, it's funny we we talk about that all the time too, like favorite kills from movies, and. uh you talking about Jason kills. I think the one that, that I absolutely love the most is, and, and, and it was from a bad movie, but was <laughs> the, the frozen face scene from Jason X. Oh, boy. When he freezes that chick's face oh, yeah, in the yeah. nitrogen. Right. And then he pulls her back, and he looks at her, and he slams her head down, on, you know, and her whole face just shatters off. And he actually pulls her head back up and looks at it like, look at what I just did, and then just tosses her body, you know? I just, yeah. I don't know why, I just love that scene. I love every movement they did there, you know? But that's Kane Hodder. I mean, that's yeah, how he right. did shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, like I said, it's just funny because it's a dude behind a mask, but just, you could just tell, you know? Like, you, you were just yeah. like, wow, that dude is insane like he's got a huge passion for horror yeah yeah yeah. and he does it right i mean a lot of people hate the hatchet series i love that series and it was because of kane hunter yeah that's campy as hell but man there's some kill scenes on there that are just totally outlandish and they're awesome 
Yeah. You know, have you seen those films? I've never seen them. No, I've never seen that. You have got to watch at least the first movie. They kind of go downhill after that. They're still okay to watch, but the first film is really good. And Kane Hodder plays the, you know, the villain, Victor Crowley. And man, there's some kill scenes on there that are just Hmm. freaking blow your mind. You're like, holy shit, I can't believe they just did that on film, you know? And it's like, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was a really cool series. Well, I mean, my favorite Friday the 13th might be probably one that a lot of people forget about, actually, is my favorite one is part seven with uh, yeah, Tina, yeah. Tina, the telekinesis girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that one. I, that's probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite uh, Friday the 13th, honestly, because Jason met his match. You know, yeah. she kicked his ass in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought that I thought that was a, I thought that was a good one. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, I was young when they first came out, so I didn't really, I didn't see the first one until, you know, probably in my 20s. I probably didn't see yeah. the first Friday the 13th, you know, or, or even the ones after that. After like that, I said, yeah. I think I started with six, um, and then I worked my way up. Um, Jason Goes to Hell was a was an abomination. I don't, I don't know yeah. what they were about. <laughs> Jason wasn't yeah, even in there. They set us up though for Freddy versus Jason on that though. It's true. It's Which true. Mean, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. At the end, sure. Um, but, but like in the but beginning, yeah, you're right. You're right. The whole movie wasn't even Jason, you know, because right. they blew him up in the beginning, and then you know it was just other people eating his heart or something like that. Yeah. Like the whole, yeah. like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, no. Oh yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, man. Great series. <laughs> Just makes me smile when I think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Slasher movies make people smile. Yeah. <laughs> Us horror people, at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so let's get back into your show here a little bit. Sure. Um, sure. So you know, you're talking about UFOs. You're talking about uh, paranormal uh, events and stuff, and uh, cryptids and all that other stuff. What is? Uh, I guess really, what I'd like to know is, is out of all of that, what is your favorite genre to talk about uh the ghosts um, the ghosts and the hauntings ghosts and haunting stuff yeah, yeah definitely um because like i said i've had many uh well not many but like i said a handful of experiences um, so what kind of experiences have you had okay uh let's see the first one i had was probably when i was six or seven um i just try to keep it quick um i was in uh sleeping in my grandparents' apartment building in Palmanock, Queens. And uh, I was sleeping in a bed with, uh, you know, I was young. I was six, seven years old. And I had my cousin, Amanda, sleeping next to me. And then my sister sleeping next to her. We were, all three of us were sleeping in the same bed. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night. And I look up and I see this white figure moving down the hallway, going into a room, and then it kept doing the same motion over and over and over. Okay. And I'm watching it, and I'm just looking at it. And I remember, I mean, I could remember like it was yesterday, this this entity, it had no feet. You know, like it was definitely floating. It wasn't like it was my grandparent or anything like that. This thing was floating, you know, and it was all white, um, transparent kind of. And, and it had form like a body? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um yeah, definitely. And so 
me being the smart six, seven-year-old I was, I, <laughs> I woke up my cousin and she saw it also. So she, even to this day, she'll still say that she saw it as well. Um, so she saw it too. And then after about a minute, you know, I got scared and I screamed and all the lights went on. And that was the end of that. Um, you know, that was my first experience. Um, I've seen other full bodied apparitions before, um, you know, after that, uh, incident, but, uh, I always felt like it was weird because, um, I don't know how to really explain it. I, I can't say I'm a magnet towards it, but I've always felt like when I ask for a sign, I get a sign. Right. Like, okay. like I'll say, if there's something here, you know, give me a sign. And then something like something will fall off a shelf or something, something weird will happen. And I'll That's be like, funny because hey. as soon as you said that, I heard a noise on the other side of the garage here. Okay. All right. We'll check. We'll <laughs> check this. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Okay. Before, before you came on the video here, <laughs> I was setting my stuff up and now to, to the left of me is my sliding door to my backyard. Right. Okay. There's nobody outside. You know, there's nobody outside. Yeah. My, my kids are upstairs. Everybody's upstairs getting ready to go to sleep. And I hear a, a knock on my freaking sliding door next to me. I said, you know what? I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> you know? nice. I'm just ignoring that. And I'm just going to go on with the show because I'm not doing this right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but this is the kind of stuff. And it's weird because, um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I can't even explain it. You know, like, is it a sensitive? Is it, I don't know what to call it, but like I said, whenever I ask for a sign, something always happens. So I don't ask for signs anymore. Yeah, because, yeah I get it. Because I just moved into this house a year and a half ago. I have children now and I don't want to scare them. You right, know, right. I don't want anything to, to happen to scare them. But um, it turns out that that first experience that I had, my father lived in that same apartment building when he was a teenager. Um, with my grandparents and he had had experiences there as well. And he didn't tell me until many years later that one time he was sitting on his bed and he said, if there's a God, give me a sign and his bedroom door slammed shut. And that was the same room that I was sleeping in when I saw the entity. Wow. So I'm like, is this hereditary? Like this, ask me for yeah. a sign thing is this is this hereditary or is it just you know i don't know it could be it could be something that's passed down well what's crazy is that i have an eight-year-old daughter right and ever since we moved into this house um now i don't i don't feel any kind of energy in here you know i, I never felt like there's anything here um but my my daughter has said that she'll be in the bathroom and she'll knock on the wall and she gets knocks back sometimes. And that's kind of like asking for a sign. <laughs> you know, if you're knocking on the wall, waiting for somebody to do something, yeah. that's like asking for something. You that's know, I'm creepy. Like, crap, maybe she inherited <laughs> the thing that my dad, because she's very much like me, you know, like at her, her personality, her, you know, the way she is, is very much yeah. like me. So I'm like, man, maybe she got the, the same kind of thing that me and my dad have. Um, if it, if it is hereditary, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
like I said, I just, I don't ask for stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but like, but like, you know, that thing happened right here. Yeah. Um, well, that's why it's funny. I've been trying to get into, um, I, I told you before, um, I've been trying to get into voiceover and audiobook narration. Yeah. So there's a website where you um, audition for books and, you know, like you could audition for as many books as you want and they'll get back to you and say, all right, you got the, you got the book, you know, you're going to, you're going to narrate my book. So I auditioned for like five books. And what's the one that gets back to me? The demonologist encyclopedia. Oh, where you have to read off 3000 demon names and read off who they are, what they did, and, and like, like their history. Holy now, crap. And I'm saying, I don't know if I should do that one. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable speaking 3,000 demon names in my house. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, like I said, I'm not a religious person. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Something, something. But there's something you, right with you me. just shouldn't screw with. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, you, you shouldn't say any demon names, and I'm going to be saying 3,000 of them in my right. house. You know, I, I ended up uh, passing on that book. Uh, yeah, I don't blame Not you. even for that. I actually tried to – I started it, and I was at the preface, and I got halfway through it, and I, I couldn't pronounce half the freaking words on it. And I'm like, right. all right, if, if I have to look up all these words and I'm only halfway through the preface, there's yeah. no way I'm getting through a 417-page book. Right. Yeah. It'll take you yeah. forever. Exactly. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to pass on that as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, saying the 3000 demon names, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sit right with me. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen anything. Um, luckily from the experiences that I've had, I don't believe that any of them were demonic or evil in any way. Okay. Um, nothing threatening it, or anything like no, that. No, it just seems like they were, you know, entities that were people that passed on. Yeah. You know, that that seems like the the ones that kind of um, like a residual haunting. Yeah, residual or intelligent. Yeah, one of those regular hauntings. Yeah, right. um, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Another quick one that happened to me one time was well, actually. Um, a friend of mine also kind of had a little bit of a, I don't know if you'd call it an ability, but somebody that was also sensitive to this kind of paranormal stuff. And whenever me and him would get together, it was like magnified, this stuff that would happen. And it was, it was incredible. Um, so we hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. And this must've been when we were like 23, 24 years old. And he comes over to my house watching TV or whatever. And I said to him, I said, Hey, I said, um, have you had any like paranormal experiences lately? He goes, no. He goes, you, I said, no. Right. All of a sudden now I have a coffee table in front of the couch. All of a sudden the, the cable remote, lifts up off the table and flies across the room on the floor. And we just looked at each other and said, okay, <laughs> you know, like, well, there you go. And there's our experience. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> you know, like just, and there's no way to explain that. I mean, it's yeah. the cable oh, remote, the big ass, you know, cable remote, cable remotes that are like a foot long, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that are heavy. And it just 
honestly lift up, lifted up off the coffee table and, and flew on the floor. And I said, yeah, okay. Um, let's just not even talk about that. <laughs> you know, let's, just, let's just keep on going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've had knocks on doors, you know, um, it, it's so, like I said, I haven't had a lot of experiences, but the ones that I've had are very significant. Right. Right. You know, and I mean, that's like us. I mean, you know, I told you I've been into paranormal since I was a kid. I mean, I haven't had a lot of experience, you know, with it. Uh, you know, a few instances here or there, you know, shadow people here, things moving in the house, you know, uh, typical stuff. But, you know, the way Ryan and I always look at that is, you know, when I was younger, it was hard for me to talk to my friends about some of the stuff that I would see or deal with or whatever. Or not necessarily, but the things I was into, you know, and, uh, you know, because they just didn't want to believe you. And, you know, paranormal is one of those things where it's it's extremely personal. Right. Uh, until it happens to you, you're, you're never going to believe it. You're going to be a skeptic until something happens. Sure. And it, it only takes one thing to turn you into a believer, you know. I agree. It's yeah. uh it's a crazy world we live in. There's a yeah. lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um Yeah, I mean, like you said, the the paranormal it, it's it, there's there's just so much to it, you know? Like yeah. that's that's the one thing I, I I say on my show a lot too is that paranormal isn't when you think of paranormal a lot of people just think ghosts, hauntings, but there's just so right. much under that umbrella. Yeah. Paranormal definitely. that you know, people don't think about like obviously UFO alien stuff that's under the paranormal umbrella. Mm -hmm. Cryptids are under the paranormal umbrella. That's honestly, that's the, that's a couple of things that I've never experienced. I, I always want to see a UFO. <laughs> I'm so jealous of people that have seen UFOs, yeah. Yeah. you know, like it would scare the crap out of me, but just, just to see one, I'd be like, wow, there it is. You know, like finally. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, it would just be amazing. You know, um, I just wouldn't want the, uh, you know, the visit from the, uh, from the men in black after that, yeah. you know, that's cause. Those yeah. Guys. You definitely don't want the probe either. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> definitely not the probe. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, well, that's the one thing I asked, uh, Steve Neal. Um, I, you know, I said to him, I said, well, what do you think they want? You know, like, to, like, he's like, honestly, he goes to one thing that he had said, was that every experience that he's had where they've abducted him, it was never really a scary experience. He said that whatever it was, he said he doesn't know if it was a female, a female like extraterrestrial or if it was like giving off a, a female vibe or something, but he said that it was almost like a motherly vibe. When, wow. when he was saying to him, everything is going to be okay. We're not going to hurt you, you know? And like he said, it was a very, a very different experience than you see in the movies. He said, it's not, he said like, for example, a, a, another great, I guess you would call it a horror, horror movie or a sci-fi movie that I loved that I saw in the movie theater was fire in the sky. The yeah. Travis oh, story. Yeah. And he said that was completely fabricated. He said, he said, especially the, the abduction scene was completely untrue. 
He said, I talked to Travis myself. He said that that was completely not what happened to him. That was completely Hollywood. Right. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah. You know, he said, there's no anal probe. He said, there's no probes like that. Right. Thing right. Going into your eyes. He said, do I have a chip in me? He goes, yes. He goes, I have two chips in me that they implanted, <laughs> you know, um, but he's like, it wasn't. He said, it's not like that. You know, so I mean, it, wow. he was like I said, a very interesting guy, very knowledgeable. Maybe um, I'd love to talk to that guy. Jeez. Yeah, he's just and just a straight up nice guy too. You know, not not a wet mop. You know, will right. joke around with you. You know, he's really really cool guy. So I'm I'm happy That's to cool. you know to meet a guy like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because it's hard to find good people to to interview on podcasts yeah. you know I, i've been trying to find i mean it's that's the one thing that i've struggled with was trying to get like the right guest for the show yeah. you know it's hard. Um, it's hard yeah yeah absolutely um i had interviewed well it was it was me and my old co-host tom we had interviewed um this guy that claimed to be a cryptozoologist um and he was just so full of it that i didn't even air it you know i i just i i couldn't do it you yeah. know it was just i didn't want people to hear to, yeah. to hear the stuff that was that he was saying yeah. not even like it, first off he wasn't he wasn't very engaging i had to keep right. pulling answers out of him yeah and that's that's already a bad interview right there when oh you yeah absolutely answers from people yeah. um but at the same time you know, he had told me, oh, I'm going to send you some pictures of, you know, he claimed to be a cryptozoologist. And when I said to him, I said, so you're a cryptozoologist? He said, yeah, he goes, um, you know, anybody could get that uh, degree online. I said, oh, great. <laughs> Jesus. Center of excellence. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, great. And, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to send you some pictures and maybe we'll talk about these pictures that I'll send you. All right, great. I figured this guy was going to send me pictures of some of the stuff that he caught or whatever. Right. No, he sends me, he sends me like a drawing of Bigfoot, like, oh, like a, a stock image of something else. And then, and then this other picture where I'm like, all right, I'm like, maybe that picture looks pretty cool. Maybe we'll talk about that. And then we talked about it. And then after the interview, I looked it up. And I found out that it was a stock image somewhere else online. Oh, God. So he didn't even, he didn't even take that picture. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I said, this, this guy, it's, it's too much. I he can't. just basically and wasted your time. Yeah. And his name is, no, I'm just kidding. No, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Need to go there. no, no, no. I would never do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to find good, good guests sometimes. Yeah. But I know they're out there. Um, but yeah, it, he was he was something else. So I I couldn't I couldn't air uh, his interview. It, it wouldn't have been right to the <laughs> fans, you know. That's cool. Well, right on. Well, hey man, it's been awesome talking to you. We probably ought to end this. We're uh, I don't know about an hour and twenty minutes in here. Oh wow. Um, but uh, why don't you tell everybody how they can find you? Uh, when is the new season going up? Okay, so it's probably going to uh, be the second week of August, uh, the Saturday of uh, the second week of August. 
that's that's what I'm shooting for. Uh, okay. the, the Warped Reality Podcast. You could actually go on uh, warpedrealitypodcast.com and uh, I switched it over. You you could check out the old Ghost Hacks podcast episodes on there, as well okay. as you know when I put the new ones up there, they're going to be out there as well. Um, you could uh, email me at ghostjoeny uh, ny for New York at gmail.com and uh yeah so that's how you can find me and uh, and i know uh you got a you've got a a facebook group for the ghost hacks yeah Uh, are you going to switch that over to the warped reality or yeah eventually you're just going to start a new one for warped reality i think i might start a new one yeah i think i might start a new one just like I, i just started a new uh instagram uh Warp Reality podcast page, yeah. which uh, is a little disheartening because the Ghost Hacks one has like three thousand people on it, oh. and I'm starting all over again yeah. with the Warp Reality yeah. podcast. But yeah. you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, yeah. I don't definitely, I don't, definitely. But hey, you know, you might be able to go and invite all those people to the new one. You know, right? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and just put a post up. Hey, we're changing this over to Warp Reality. You know, yeah. Follow us over there. Uh, so. You, you're on all the podcast uh, players. Yeah, yeah, I'm iTunes, on all, Spotify, Stitcher, all of that. Okay, yep, all, all, yep, all that Excellent. stuff. All the major Excellent. podcasting platforms, and uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope every check everybody checks out the new podcast. Uh, definitely, definitely. You know, it's, well, it's do me just a favor, be, yeah, and send me uh, email me over your links and stuff, and what I'll do is I'll put those in the show notes so they go out to all our fans. I appreciate that. And, uh, do a little promotion for you. That'd be great. That's awesome. Awesome. Awesome, man. All well, right. Man, it was good talking to you, man. Uh, sorry, Ryan wasn't here. Uh, if Ryan was here, you know, I, I don't know what he'd do. <laughs> he'd probably talk your ear off. But, uh, but yeah, man, very cool, man. I like what you're doing. Uh, listen to some of the older episodes. Uh, very cool stuff. Can't wait for the new season to come out, man. Thank you, man. Also, I just I wanted to say one more thing too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I enjoyed your last uh, your last episode. Uh, well, as as of this recording, um, where you had said that you loved the 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 podcasting community. Um, it's the same reason why I love the podcasting community too. Whereas there's there's really no competition. You know, no, there's I guess, not, man. I guess it's just because there's so many of us. There, that it's, there is. it's kind of silly to have competition with, yeah. with one another. I mean, everybody can listen to five different podcasts of the same subject. Right. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, no. you know? And I, I just, I love the podcasting community. I think it's just such a, that's why, that's what actually keeps me going is the fact that like, I just love being in the, in the podcasting community so much. I, I like everybody in it and everybody's so helpful and, and, you know, so friendly. Yeah. So. And that's how it's been for us too. I mean, we're, we're fairly new to the game. We've been doing this about three years. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, you know, we get to meet cool people like you, you know, and we've we've met all kinds of people. Uh, we actually did a big interview with uh, two directors and two main stars of a movie. Uh, there was a movie came out called Host, and that was kind of a crazy uh, deal because they were all the way over in England whenever we did the interview. So when we started our interview with them, it was at like five o'clock our time, but it was 11 o'clock over there. And we ended up on the phone with them for almost five hours. Oh my God. Yeah. It was crazy. It was, uh, you know, and I was, 
and it was one of those deals too where Ryan was supposed to be here and he was late getting out of work and and uh, he texted me and we've been on the phone for like an hour and he texted me he's like hey JT you still uh what are you doing I said hey man we're still on get over here you know and at that point whenever he texted me we were you know, I've been talking to him for an hour and we were, we were only like 10 minutes through the movie. <laughs> wow. I mean, they were super cool to talk to and they, they have reached out to us several times. Uh, they've got a new movie coming out and we've talked to them about us, you know, helping them promote that and stuff. You know, we're not big by no means, but it's like you say, man, this whole community of everybody that we've talked to has just been so cool, you know, and I mean, it, it's fun talking to guys like you and, you know, we talked to you know, these guys from these other podcasts, we get invited on shows, we invite people on our show and we just, we have a good time, man. It's all about having a conversation and making friends and having a good time, man. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, definitely, man. We got to do this again, man. Uh, sometime when you got time for us, I'll reach out to you and, uh, we'll get you on the show again and we'll have a, have a whole different conversation. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Maybe we'll talk about some metal next time too. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Sounds good, man. I'm all into that. Sounds Ryan's good. into that too. He's a big metal head too. So. That's, yeah. I, I love your intro music. I was yeah, listening. nice. That's actually my band lunatic. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that's yeah, actually, I, uh, I was trying to use some other music, uh, and it was from a band that had given me permission to use their stuff, but I kept getting tagged on YouTube for it from their record label. Wow. You know, and I, I even explained to them, I'm like, I know the guys in the band. They, they've given me permission to use this, and they didn't care. The record wow. label kept fighting it, and it, it eventually came to a point where if you keep doing this, we're going to sue you. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine, man, like, whatever. Right. Right. So I just use our own music and awesome. go on from there. But, yeah, man, very cool, man. We'll do this again real soon, man. Definitely. All right, brother. Have a good night, man. You too, man. All right, later. See ya.